It's harder to focus than ever these days. Thankfully, C4 has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus, containing 200 milligram of natural caffeine, a blend of vitamins and zero sugar. It was formulated to support your well-being and help you feel your best, all while enhancing mental focus. From your brain to your body, C4 Smart Energy does it all and tastes amazing. Look for Smart Energy in the beverage aisle at your local Kroger, Albertsons, and Safeway grocery stores. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. Please welcome Drew Barrymore. you guys today and our first guest is someone that needs no introduction but um, I just know he's someone that every single age human or not on the planet loves. He's been a part of our lives and our hearts for over 40 years and he is always there for a warm hug and to show everyone what the power of love can do. And now he has his very own Not Too Late show where he and his friends put on an amazing show all before bedtime. Check it out. <laughs> Thank you everybody. Welcome to the Not Too Late show. The show. Kids play games, and you play along too. Oh, and sometimes there's a sheep jazz trio. <laughs> Drew loves Elmo, and Drew is so excited to announce Elmo is our next guest. Hello. I'm so excited that you're here joining us on our daytime show. Now That's let me right. let me ask you. Yeah. What's it like having a late night, not so late night show? Yeah, it's well, you know, Elmo's bedtime is 7:30. So it's like it's not that late, but it's not early. No, it's fun. We have a really good time. You know, um, Elmo is really having a great time doing a show with all of his friends, you know. Bert and Ernie are the director, <gasps> yeah, and, and Rosita's the stage manager. <gasps> oh, and you know what? We have a helper chicken named Felix. He helps around the studio. Do you have a helper chicken? I actually have six chickens, Elmo. What? They're my daughters, and they we all adopted them. When they were tiny baby chicks, they would fit in the palm of our hands, and we raised them since they were babies. They're chickens? Yeah. Elmo's going to have to think about that one. <laughs> Oh, I would love to introduce you to our chickens. Okay. Um, we have uh, Percy, Pepper, Blanche, Sparkles, Ferdinand, Ooh. and Blanche. <laughs> well, that's great. I can't wait to meet them. You know what's interesting uh, about today, Elmo? What's that? Guess who's going to get to be on your not-so-late show this evening? Well, Elmo's going to give a little bit of a spoiler alert, but Miss Drew did the, did the not-too-late show. It's true. <laughs> We were so, we were so happy to have you on our 
show. Oh, I'm so honored. I can't think of a show that exists on the planet, let alone television, that I wouldn't be more excited to be on than your show, Elmo. Thank you for having me. Yeah, Elmo's blushing. You can't tell because Elmo's red, but Elmo is blushing. <laughs> well, I want to ask you, what is your favorite part about having your own show? Hmm. Well, you know, Elmo gets to meet a lot of new friends. You know, the contestants come in and they're kids, and they come in with their mommies or daddies or grandparents or caretakers, and we, we, we get to play and dance and have a great time. Oh, that is just so wonderful. Now, let me ask you a question, because I have a lot of homework every night for <laughs> the show and guests. Do you have a lot of homework? Well, Elmo didn't know that Elmo was supposed to research the guests until it was like a little too late. <laughs> but, but you know, that's what Google's for. Elmo just did a quick Google search. Well, it's funny because you're a really good teacher. Really? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Elmo thinks teachers are very important. Yeah, I think you've pretty much taught us a lot about what we know. Really? Um, oh, sure. I can think of so many lessons I've learned from you, whether it's about how to take care of a fish to yes. how important it is to be kind to each other. Well, you know, it's interesting because Elmo does have a fish named uh, Dorothy, oh, but yes. Elmo also just got a brand new puppy. Yeah. And, and yeah, her name is Tango, and Elmo's learning a lot about how to take care of a dog, and it's, you know, it's really hard taking care of a dog, Drew. Um, they, they run around, they, you know, they, they go to the bathroom. Yes. Elmo didn't even think about that. Elmo just said, Elmo wants a dog. And then, who knew? You <laughs> but know, we're having a great time. Elmo loves this doggy. One time, my dog uh, went to the bathroom inside my shoe. And that was, that was a real surprise. That's why Elmo doesn't wear shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, since the leaves are turning. Yeah, it's beautiful in here. Oh. Look at all the leaves. Thank really you. Um, it's becoming fall, which is such a beautiful season. And yeah. I wanted to see if you would play a little game with us. Okay. Okay. Sure. It's called Fall Faves. Fall Faves. Oh, that's great. <laughs> okay. I'll list two classic fall things, and we'll choose which is our fall favorite, and okay. our audience gets to play along, too. So you guys have the green side be your first choice, and the red side be your second choice. Elmer, are you ready? Ready! Okay, let's see, here we go. Do you like apple cinnamon or pumpkin spice? Ooh, uh, pumpkin spice. Let's see, apple cinnamon is green, pumpkin spice is red. Oh. Okay, 50-50. I was just going to say, even Steven. Yeah. Who is Steven? Why do we say that? Yeah, who is Steven? Can we get that answer, please? Who's Steven? Yeah. Talk about a Google search, Elmo. <laughs> I'm going to do that tonight. Okay. Okay. You know what's funny? What? How about this? Do you know why they say it's raining cats and dogs? Yeah, yeah, why do they say that? Because back in the old days when houses were made from adobe and mud, the cats and dogs would go up in the rafters, and when it would rain, it would get so muddy, they would slip down so they'd fall from the ceiling. That's crazy! Isn't it crazy? <laughs> you learn something new every day. That's exactly right. Yeah. Okay, spooky or cozy? Ah, uh, look at that. Well, Elmo has to, because it's, because it's fall, Elmo's gonna say spooky. <laughs> All right, green for spooky, red for cozy. Elmo? I think that's another... Looks like a fit even Steven. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Okay, sweaters or jackets? Oh, sweaters or jackets. See, this one's difficult for Elmo because Elmo's already very warm. 
with the fur. But, but just, just for the sake of the game, Elmo's going to say sweaters. You kind of do Elmo's have... Elmo's kind of a sweater. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's true. Well, then just for that, I'm going to say sweaters as well. What okay. about you guys? Sweaters or jackets? It's pretty close, pretty close. Yeah, it's a little even, Steven, still. It's yeah. Maybe a little more sweaters. Yeah. Um, all right, last one. Trick for green, red for treat. Oh, Elmo's got to say treat. And treat. guess what? Look. In wow, look at that. In <laughs> honor of you, it's all red. Everybody <laughs> likes a treat. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, we're going to have another very special guest coming on the show. She's actually a Drew Crew, a true alumni of the show. She's been on several times. Yeah. She's one of our most important correspondents. I think you guys will get along really well. Um, we'll stick around and chat for one more segment. Great, and we can't wait to meet her. Gosh, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. <laughs> Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. <laughs> oh, hi. Oh. Welcome back. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. <laughs> I'm just here with my good friend, Elmo. Yeah. I know. Just I'm- say it out. Yes, because we both have talk shows. That's true. Which yeah. is so wonderful. I was learning a lot. This is a much bigger talk show than this is a swanky place. We just, we, we just do um, Elmo's talk show in his apartment. I got to tell you, I, I know your set because I've been there firsthand, and yeah. it's magnificent. You have a big slide. Yeah. We're, I'm almost not sure how we got it into the apartment, and I'm almost not really sure how we're going to get it out. But we have it. We, have, we we do what we can with what we have. I think uh, your show's going to be on for so long, you're never going to have to worry about it. Really? Um, well, Elmo, someone who's coming on is someone that I really look to as a really wonderful interviewer. Oh, cool. Yeah, she's a young journalist and someone I hold very dear to my heart. And she gave us so many amazing moments last season. And here's our little love letter to our member of the Drew Crew. She is a budding young journalist. I love asking questions. And an internet sensation. I'm going to tell you guys a joke, but it's kind of inappropriate. (laughs) She's the eight-year-old girl behind Seven Questions with Emmy. The best journalist in the business and a very special member of Drew's crew. It's Emmy Eaton. Are you ready to get into some stories? Yes, 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 I'm so excited. She's already interviewed Keith Morrison, Lester Holt, Dr. Oz, and on our show last season, she grilled Seth Meyers and Willie Geist. Seth, is it really hard to make people laugh every day? Only my wife. (laughs) Armed with her quick wit and curiosity, Emmy is here to deliver all the good news. We need more Emmy. The world needs more Emmy. And 
And the dream comes true. Please welcome, for the first time ever in the actual studio, live and in person, it's Emmy Eaton. I'm so glad that you're finally here in New York City. I'm so glad I finally got to see you in person, Drew. Oh my gosh, I've been waiting for this moment and I can't think of a more special occasion than to have our first time in person get to be then with none other than Elmo. Hi, Hi Elmo! <laughs> nice to meet you! You too! My little brother Elliot loves you so much, yes. Hi Elliot, Elmo loves you too. <laughs> Okay, Emmy, I heard that you had some questions for Elmo, yes. and I'd like you to take over this interview. Okay. okay. Question number one, how old are you? 44. <laughs> no, Elmo's just kidding. <laughs> no, Elmo's three and a half. Question number two, okay. what's your favorite food? Hmm. Well, if Elmo's being a good monster, Elmo says uh, apples. But don't tell anybody. Pizza. <laughs> you and Ross Matthews, Elmo. Really? Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're gonna have to come and try New York pizza. It's really good. Oh, okay, maybe we can go for some pizza. Yeah. Okay, cool. Who's your best friend on Sesame Street? See, I mean, this is a very difficult question. Because if Elmo says Cookie Monster, Grover says, hey, wait a minute. You said Cookie Monster was your favorite? So Elmo loves everybody equally. Mm. I think that's a great answer, it's actually. True. I really do, because I think you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And how can you decide? I yeah. know. Big Bird, Bert and Ernie, Rosita, Abby, there's so many. I agree. Yeah. I have a bunch of best friends, too. Yeah. And they always ask me if they're my favorite, and I say all of them. Yeah, it's hard. Favorite. You can't too. say, yeah. right? And, I mean, and you love everybody for different reasons. Yeah. What makes you laugh? Well... Elmo's friends make Elmo laugh. Yeah, Elmo yeah. likes, yeah, Cookie Monster makes Elmo laugh, Big Bird. Um, and you know, Elmo's ticklish, that's kind of Elmo's thing. So that makes Elmo laugh too. My little brother makes me laugh because he always, when your show comes on, he always goes, Elmo, Elmo. Yeah. And then he thinks you're there in real life. So then he is like, come give me a hug. Oh. And then he gets so sad that you're not there. Oh, that makes Elmo sad too. Mm -hmm. Elliot, Elmo wants you to know that you can come to Sesame Street anytime and Elmo will give you a hug. What advice do you have for me? Advice? Boy, well, Elmo thinks you're doing really well already. Elmo Thank thinks you. you have great questions, you're a really good listener. Um, Elmo just thinks you should keep doing what you're doing because you're going to go really far. Thank you, Elmo. You're welcome. I have to agree, and I think it's a miracle that all three of us are together because we're all curious. Yeah, that's true. And if we can bring that to our shows, then we can be very good at our jobs and ask people questions, and maybe when those people give answers, we can all have really good takeaways from them. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Elmo can't say it better than that. That was perfect. Oh, my goodness. Well, thank you. Thank you, Elmo. And thank you, Emmy, my love. Emmy! Now, the, the Not So Late Show with Elmo returns on September 30th and is available to stream on HBO Max. We'll be right back.
Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Here are some simple, quick beauty tips from someone who really knows what they're talking about. My mom never would let me leave the house without oil and lotion on my body. That is her rule. And um, so what I do is I put gloves on every day, exfoliating gloves. I do the soap all over, then on the same gloves, grapeseed oil all over in the shower. Then you get out of the shower and then do lotion and your skin stays soft all day long. Our guests are just the best. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Amazing recipes in this kitchen, but more importantly, the chefs that come through here are just awe-inspiring. And I'm lucky that the next chef that's coming out is actually someone who I get to call one of my dearest friends and my culinary partner in crime. That's right, she is, of course, Chef Pilar Valdez, and she is an essential part of Drew's crew. And I want you to see these amazing moments from our last season. It'll give you kind of a taste, yes, I said it, of uh, Pilar Valdez. She is a culinary goddess. Beautiful. Armed with a sharp knife and even sharper taste buds, cooking is her superpower. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love you. Love you. She's Drew's crew. It's Chef Pilar Valdez. Her culinary career started over 10 years ago with her lunch delivery service. Since then, she's turned her business into a catering company, become Drew's culinary BFF for the last four years, and just earlier this year, we wrote a Pilar has cooked up countless delicious recipes over the first year of our show. Roasted poblano and tomatillo soup. Salted peanut butter cookies. Grilled skirt steak. Quinoa risotto. You can't spell Drew's crew without Pilar. Well, you totally can, but you know what I mean. I couldn't do it alone. I could only do it with Pilar. I mean, it's so funny. It's true! Pilar and I have a book coming out. We're so excited. We've been working on it. We wrote it together. We photographed it together. We, we cooked it. it together. Yes, we did. <laughs> I know. I just lost 15 pounds. I'm super proud. <laughs> I... <laughs> 
making our cookbook and, you know, COVID, all of it, you know. <laughs> anyway, what are your five favorite ingredients to cook with, look for, and shop this fall? Okay. Um, first thing to go is really the spices. I go to the spice cabinet first, and that's what starts to change. Pilar loves spice. Yes. Spice and flavor bringing an element of surprise is a huge part of our cookbook. Just a little twist here and there on recipes that bring an element where you're like, ooh, that's unique. Unexpected, yes. right? So for fall, we turn to these warm spices. Think like cinnamon, ginger, star anise, cloves. So those are really gonna start like warming things up in the kitchen. The second favorite fall ingredient is the apple. Quintessential fall ingredient, right? Next up, we have fennel, which I love fennel. It's my beloved vegetable. Um, it's really wonderful in salads, like shaved raw, but you can actually also roast it and it just starts to get like super gooey and caramelly and it has like this sweet licorice taste. Next up, grapes. Again, you know, people eat it raw, like as a snack. I really love them cooked and I love them pickled. So this is something that you can experiment. You pickled? can pickle them in balsamic vinegar, some of those warm spices. They're, it's really, really delicious. Okay, I know you so well, but I have to admit, I wasn't even expecting you to pickle a grape. And pickled in balsamic? Grapes. In balsamic and warm spices. Mm. Knock yourself out. And the last ingredient we have is the squash. They come in all shapes and sizes. They're our fall workhorse ingredient. They deliver. So we are making a roast stuffed delicata squash. Roast and stuffed. Yes, with a maple rosemary dressing. Do it. So, I mean, it's fall. Let's go. So um, the first yes, thing I love it. Mm. Mm. We only had one person, maybe, maybe <laughs> four. All right, the first thing, hopefully we'll get a little more mm. All right, let's. The let's, first thing we're gonna do is actually make mm. the dressing in the bowl beside you to your, Aha. there you go. Got it. Um, and here we have two tablespoons of maple syrup. We're gonna dump that in the bowl. And to that, we're gonna add one tablespoon chopped rosemary. And then to amp it up, we're gonna do the three tablespoons of balsamic and one tablespoon of miso paste. I love miso paste. Yeah, so you're gonna whisk that in basically until you get it all um, in the same consistency. And drizzle in a little bit of olive oil. Ah. <laughs> uh -huh. Okay, so this sauce is actually gonna double duty. The first thing we're gonna do is put your de-seeded and have deliquata squash in that mixture. You're gonna toss it around, give it a good coat. So we're basically amping up the flavor. Okay. Double duty. So you also have a, a cup of grapes. So we're gonna put the grapes on there as well. We're gonna roast the grapes. Oh, oh, that's so pretty. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're gonna walk these over, actually. Um, and they're gonna roast at a 400-degree oven. 400 degrees. 35 minutes. 35 minutes. Until fully tender. Until tender. And cooked through. And cooked through. Thank you. I love the interior of this oven. Every time I open it, it sparks it's joy. It's so beautiful, right? Oh, it's that like okay, electric Drew, glue. I'm gonna grab you for a second. Yeah. Hot pan. Pull it out of the oven. Hot pan, my dear. Hot, hot, hot. All right. Beautiful. Gosh, this, it smells so good already. This really has the most beautiful aroma of squash. It's really present. And then in your saucepan, we've been cooking a little bacon. 
and shallots. And then to the bandrew, you're gonna add, we have here two and a half cups of black rice. Two and a half cups rice. And then we're gonna add the rest of that dressing into that black rice, because we don't want any of that good stuff, the maple, the balsamic, to go to waste. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Give that a good stir. Mm -hmm. Stirring. So we're adding some raw celery to this. Really? Yes. And then some pepitas. You can use any toasted nuts or seeds that you want as well. Like a walnut. Absolutely. A walnut I think would be really nice or a hazelnut, that sort of thing. And then the last thing, Drew, is just the arugula. You want to add the arugula at the end. Because it'll wilt too much Exactly. Right? You want to turn off the heat, add the arugula, give it a good mix. Got it. Mm-hmm. I feel like and I'm then tucking it into bed. There you go. Get in that bed. It's actually really delicious as is right now, but what we're gonna do to make it a little fancy and fall-like, we're gonna stuff those with some of the roasted grapes too into your squash. Okay, I, mine's, I'm, you know. How you doing? Well, I represent the person who isn't perfect. <laughs> so, you know. I think you're doing really great. It looks good. Um, I'm the person who's doing the, you know, more fun, haphazard approach. Um, because then that's kind of how I live my life. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, four. Shall we? Right in there. Okay. And I'm just going to, oh, wow. It's like butter. Yeah. It's my thing. Shall Cheers. We? Cheers. Whoa. Show.com for this recipe, and you can also get more yummy recipes from me and Pilar in our upcoming book, Rebel Homemaker, coming out November 2nd, because, you know, I'm a rebel and a homemaker, and you're the amazing chef, and we made it together. We'll be right back. We do everything. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs. A gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Welcome back. It's time for Drew's News, your daily rocket straight to planet good news. And with me at the desk, co-captain of the new ship, Rossi Ross Matthews. Hi. Hi, Drew. Hi, Rossi. <laughs> Well, we're gonna get right into it today. And first up, for anyone out there online dating, and I bet, how many of you, show of hands, are online dating right now? Oh, uh, the rest of you are lying. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, thank you, yeah, but keep yeah. your hand up, be proud, why not? <laughs> hey, listen, it's, you can't fight City Hall, it's the current state of the world. Mm -hmm. Well, this is exciting then. Dating, um, you're still looking for that perfect first date, for the online dating world, 
Well, there is a first date suggestion now. It comes from Amy Nobili, a dating coach in New York City. Insider talked to Amy, and she said that the first ideal meetup is the 30-minute coffee. She says this is a mini date. It's a perfect screener to let you know if you want to do more, sort of like a dip in a toe in the pond instead of going for a whole hog skinny dip, taking a nibble of that cheese before eating the whole wheel, Rossi, yeah. in your single days. Um, did you have a perfect first date formula? <laughs> um, no, no. I you know, didn't really date until I was 28. I just was like, I, I didn't. And then I got in a 10-year relationship, and then I got out of that. And then I started dating. And, I, you know, it turns out I was good at it. I really was. Um, and I would have a lot of dates. I wasn't like a, you know, I wasn't hooking up. Right. But I was dating. But I'll tell you, I don't think the coffee date is a great idea. Really? Why? I, I, well, a couple of reasons. One, if you meet up and it's great, like, I suggest going to a happy hour. Because if it's great, you could slide that date into a dinner. Right? And if it's horrible, you're drunk. Okay? <laughs> Um, well, can, but can I ask you, I mean, are you a coffee date kind of person? Well, I don't drink coffee, so there's a problem right there. Okay. Um, but, um, <laughs> you know, I, I date occasionally, um, you know, some are good, some are bad. Um, mm -hmm. I never let the bad ones, like, bum me out. I'm always like, oh, okay, whatever. And then the good ones, you know, well, I guess they haven't been that great. Um, <laughs> you know, but I do think the act of dating is fun. Yeah. And what worries me is that people go on a series of dates and they think, like, you know, I just don't want them to ever get defeated. Mm -hmm. And I also think that, like, getting ready for the date and just, like, honoring yourself and having a moment, like, in your closet getting ready is, like, the fun part, and you should play music and just enjoy the whole ritual of like what human beings do. We're so weird. We're like, yeah. let's meet up and like assess each other and sniff each other out like a bunch of deer in the field. Right. And then if we like it, we'll do the next date. Like it's just a part of the ritual of being alive. And, and it should be fun. It should be fun and light. Um, and, um, and, and, and I, I think it's fun. I think for dating is totally a blast. Oh, me too. I loved it. I mean, I'm done dating cause I'm engaged now. Right. So we do dates, but thank you. I didn't, but thank you. But I'll tell you, dating was work. I, I realized I wanted a relationship. I wanted marriage. So I put in the effort. I went on a lot of dates, Drew. I am going to admit this. I even did a couple times, two dates in one night. I know, I know, I know. Oh, no, you didn't. Yeah, I scheduled a happy hour, and then it was like, okay, well, I gotta go, and <laughs> another date. But it's because you have, I know, I am hearing Your myself say it. Your first date guide just got a little more interesting. Yeah, because uh, you have to put in the work. You, ha you have to do it. It's like trying on jeans. You just don't stop till you find the right pair. Well, also, let me see a show of hands. How many people date really to find somebody and, like, lock it down? Raise of hands. Not that many in our audience. How many people go on dates to live the fun ritual of life and enjoy themselves? More. What are the rest of you doing? <laughs> are you married? You've already, 
They're married. They're not dating. You're married, okay. Yeah. Well, it took a date to get there, I suppose. <laughs> um, or not. All right, well, I think this is a rich debate. Ross, your story. All right, well, next up, it may not be the best place for a first date, but a new study reveals Americans love to hang out in their cars. Mm-hmm, yeah. The Good News Network reports that a survey talked to 2,000 drivers, and 58% of them said that they have had the best moments of their lives in their car. What? <laughs> they, <laughs> the best mode of your lives in a car, 58% of you? I wonder how, I bet 58% of people lost their virginity in a car, which is why, <laughs> what, now, now it's starting to add up. I'm not a mathematician, but ding, ding, ding. 48% uh, said they love to talk to themselves in their cars. 42% said it's a great place to cry alone. Wow, all I'm doing is driving. Drew, are, what, what are you doing in your car? Um, I, I also enjoy eating while I drive. I don't know if that's the safest thing really? to say, but it's true. I, I'm from California and you drive everywhere. Mm -hmm. And um, so I would multitask by like, you know, eating a sandwich or a burrito like while driving. So I feel very comforted. And that's when I listen to like talk radio. Um, because I don't want to listen to music and eat. I hate eating while listening to music. I do, because <laughs> that's, music that's to me- That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I don't like it, <laughs> except for Billie Holiday. It just got weirder. You don't, you don't like eating and listening to music. No, eat, music is too sexy or sad or excitable. When I'm eating, I just want to focus. I got your back, even if it's insane. I totally. got you. Okay, and finally, we're hopping over to New Zealand for this next story. The Washington Post reports a preschool has a very special traffic safety officer. Her name is Henry, and she's a hen. That's right, starting at 8 a.m., Henry dons her tiny safety vest and roams outside the school, making sure cars drive nice and slow around Aww. the students. Talk about a happy car story. Yeah. She makes sure nothing goes wrong, and that's what I call a real HHIC. Uh, is that a head, head hen in charge? Bingo! Okay, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I wonder if this hen had any formal training or if she's just winging it. <laughs> no, don't. Don't you have Don't you have hens at home? I have six chickens, actually. These that's my real chickens. Those are yours. Yeah. On the left is Blanche. Ah! Um, then I have Sparkles, Pepper, Percy, Ramona. Really? Yeah. Absolutely. Really? Now, are you, would your chickens try anything like this, or are they too chicken? I, yeah, right? right? I don't know if I would trust uh, them, with all due respect to you chickens. I'm not sure I'd let them, you know, be in charge of safety, but mm -hmm. I don't want to underestimate them. You know that old joke, how did the chicken uh, cross the road? Or why did the chicken, oh, I'm screwing up your joke, aren't I? <laughs> Gee, Ross, how? It's not even worth it. <laughs> Is that the joke? No. Oh, no, you gotta do the joke. You gotta do the joke now. Do you, you remember that joke, how did the chicken cross the road? How? <laughs> In a reflective vest. <laughs> Protecting school children yeah. in New Zealand. Yeah, all right, we'll be right back so with stupid. more news. <laughs>
CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. It doesn't fit. It does. Oh, it does. It does. Okay. I'll get you one. Narrow neck. <laughs> Welcome back. It's almost time to go, but before we do, we love to leave you with a little something to take to go, and we call it the doggy bag. <laughs> there he goes. And today it's a handy dandy little tip care of TikTok. Ross, you know when you want to wrap a towel around your waist, like after a shower at the pool? Well, actually, I know you rock a, like a serious, amazing caftan, one that you made personally. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, but then it keeps like falling off and the towel. Yeah, I can never figure out how they do that. People do it so it stays on tight. Okay, well, this comes from Brayden Singley, a choreographer and dancer and apparently towel genius. Take a look. What if you tuck the excess underneath? You're invincible. Murder in the shower? Run away. <laughs> okay, so wait, what did he do there? Show like, me. Okay, you, does anyone else do this? I mean, I, I feel like this is I do is it like this knowledge. and it just falls off. Well, that's why, because you gotta wrap it here and then you fold it over once and sometimes I'll even fold it over twice because then you're just like, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm in the blue lagoon. I've got my loincloth, but. Why is mine I'm, so short though, Drew? What, this is not, look, look at Liv. That's not a cute look, someone whistled. Do not pity me. Do not. Well, look, this is not a cute look. I don't know, Rossi. I think you look pretty cute. Oh, no. I would tell you. You would? Of I course you. I would. I believe you. Well, you don't look cute. Take it off. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, no. though, it does do the trick. And especially if you're, like, swimming out. I, I do that because I have a bathing suit on the top. I don't swim topless unless I'm alone. It's really staying, though. Can I say? I mean, look, I'm jumping. Yes. It's not going anywhere. Okay, I'm gonna work on mine. It wasn't cute, you keep talking. All right, well thank you so much to our guests here in the audience today and everybody watching at home We're so honored you spent time with us. We hope you have a fantastic day and we hope you take all of this with you. I got it, now it's true. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. 
I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, starting May 8th, wherever you get your podcasts.